Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Hello and welcome. Good to see you all. Um, today we are talking about conditional sentences. Yes, it's an advanced stream, which means today won't be very easy. But first I want to know from you which word corresponds most to conditional sentences. Which word corresponds to conditional sentences. So I want you to think of things like if I say what are the conditions for um, getting the job or what are your conditions for lending me the money. Um, that might help you a little bit with um, which word corresponds the most to conditional sentences. Um, so very, very good if you said Ding, 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 if. Conditional sentences are talking about scenarios that could happen or might happen or if certain things happen, they will happen. And we divide conditional sentences into conditionals zero, conditionals one, conditionals two and conditionals three. So there are four types of conditional sentences and we're going to break down the differences between all of the conditional sentences. So let's start with conditionals zero and conditionals one, uh, conditionals zero and one, and these are real situations or possible results of real situations. So zero and one apply to reality um, and you'll see why when we come to conditionals two and three why that's important. But conditionals zero and one refer to reality. Conditionals two and three refer to unreal situations or impossible events. Uh, so imagined, the what if, um, imagining a fantasy land. I like to think of conditionals two and three as fantasy world. So we will start with the zero conditional um, which is talking about real conditions or where the results are always the same. Real conditions where the results are always the same. So, for example, if I press the on button, the TV turns on. If I press the on button, the TV turns on. Uh, this doesn't mean tomorrow or next week. This means always in the past, now, tomorrow, whenever we're talking about um, this is something that happens. So if blah, 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 then blah, blah, blah. For example, if you touch a fire, you get burned. People die if they don't eat. When you mix yellow and red, you get orange. If you touch a fire, you get burnt. <clears throat> People die if they don't eat. And when you mix yellow and red, you get orange. So these are facts, basically. Um, so I can do it for my own personal reality as well. I can say, if I drink coffee, I don't sleep well. If I drink coffee, I don't sleep well. This is true for me. If I drink coffee, I don't sleep well. So you can use it for your own personal experience and things that sort of always happen. And I'd like to draw your attention again to how we build the sentence. We use a simple present 
and a simple present in both halves of the sentence. If I press the on button, the TV turns on. If I drink coffee, I don't sleep well. If I touch a fire, I will get burned. So, I hope that makes sense. We use it for facts or things that are usually true. Facts or things that are usually like 99% true. Um, so here's a question. Can you pick the correct conditional zero? Can you pick the correct conditional zero? And whilst you do that, I will say hello to some people in the chat. Hello, Jalal. Hello, Anna. Licia. Dia. I am well, thank you. Hello, Tayebi. Um, hello, Lily from London, my home city. Hello, Felipe. Hello, Busy Chrissy. Welcome to the stream. So, conditional zero. Absolutely correct. When I sleep, I snore. So, when A happens, B happens. When, if A happens, B happens. So, when I sleep, I snore. Conditional zero. Well done. So, let's move on to the first conditional. And just to remind you, this is still based on real events, real situations, or things that are likely to happen. In your opinion, the most probable outcome. And we use this to say something that we're pretty sure will happen, a decision we're going to make, something that we will do, for example. So, if she studies harder, she will pass the exam. So, it's not quite as certain as conditional one, uh, conditional zero, sorry. It's more like talking about a present event, uh, not just a general rule, like if I do this, then this will happen. Or um, if this happens, then this will happen next week or next year or something that I am planning. So it's not just like a fat, flat rule for all reality. Um, this is more like saying there's the specific thing that I'm talking about that will happen. Um, so, if she studies harder, she will pass the exam. And we create conditional one with a simple present and then will and infinitive. So, if she studies harder, she will pass the exam. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for work. So, we're talking about a present situation, a present scenario. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for work. If I get into both universities, I will choose Oxford. If I get into both universities, mm, I will choose Oxford. When you dump her, she'll be very upset. When you dump her, she'll be very upset. So, these are sort of results for specific upcoming events. So, if there's something happening, there's something you're working on, there's something you know is going to happen, we're talking about what the result will be. Um, and so, it's not quite the same as conditional zero, because conditional zero is more sort of facts across all time, whereas this is sort of specific upcoming events. So, let's see if you got that. Let's see if you understand. Conditional one, can you pick the conditional one sentence? Uh, if I don't sleep tonight, I find it hard to concentrate tomorrow. If I don't sleep tonight, I'll find it hard to sleep to concentrate tomorrow. Or if I don't sleep tonight, I would have found it hard to concentrate 
tomorrow, which is conditional one. Uh, it's good to see you, Bowduke. Welcome to the stream. Busy Chrissy, oh no, I'm sorry about the internet. That's bad news. Um, maybe you can watch the stream again later if you're missing some stuff. So well done, everyone. Nearly all of you got this right. Conditional one, if I don't sleep tonight, I will find it hard to concentrate tomorrow. If A happens, then B will probably happen. Um, very, very good. Um, if it rains tomorrow, I'll get wet. Whereas if it rains, you get wet, conditional zero. If it rains tomorrow, I'll get wet. It's talking about a specific upcoming thing. So now everyone, we move into the world of make-believe. <laughs> because conditionals two and three are more about imaginary situations, things that didn't happen or things that probably won't happen. So let's start with the second conditional. And this is for imaginary situations and hypothetical results. So hypothetical is a very, very exciting word that means um, things that could happen. Things that could happen. Um, so the second conditional is for imaginary situations and hypothetical results. Um, if I were rich, I would eat out every day. If I were rich, I would eat out every day. Um, and so we use if and the past simple, and then would and the infinitive. So if I were rich or if I was rich, you can also say if I was rich, I would eat out every day. If I were taller, she would find me more attractive. She would pass the exam if she studied. If I lived in a big city, I wouldn't need a car. So these are all examples of conditional two, and it's because they are sort of imagined situations. If this was different, this would be like this. If this imaginary situation were possible, this could also be possible. So if I were taller, she would find me more attractive, but I'm not taller and I never will be. She would pass the exam if she studied, but she probably isn't going to. That's what it sounds like. Or she doesn't really study. If she studied, she would pass. That's an imaginary situation because she's not studying. If I lived in a big city, I wouldn't need a car, but that means that I don't live in a big city. So it's imaginary situations. Um, Marianne, so with the if I was or if I were question, there's a debate about this among English speakers. So some people think it's acceptable to say if I was, if I was a rich man or if I were a rich man. Generally in my dialect, it's more normal to say if I were um, instead of if I was. Um, but if I was, you're not going to be punished for saying that. Um, if I were is considered more correct in some circles. So conditional two is how things would be in an unlikely or fantasy scenario. Um, oh, Marianne, I saw your question. Um, if it snows tomorrow, um, I won't go to work. So that's a negative conditional sentence. So it's a little bit more complicated. I'll write that down tomorrow uh, to, for you now. If 
it snows tomorrow, I won't go to work. And the reason why we say won't is because won't is short for will not. Won't is short for will not. So the will is still in there. The will is still in there. I'll is short for I will. Won't is for short for I will not. Um, how things would be in an unlikely or fantasy scenario. So let's see if you can choose the correct conditional to sentence. Here we go. Here's your question. Conditional to. If I am president, I will give everyone more public holidays. If I were president, I will give everyone more public holidays. Or if I were president, I would give everyone more public holidays. Um, well done, everyone. This is a this is obviously advanced English. This is not easy. Conditionals are difficult. In French, conditional is really hard. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know why, but I find conditional really hard in French. Um, Elfrida tenses are definitely easier when I have a selection where I can choose. Ah, that is true. It makes it it makes it easier. Maybe I should have been more difficult with the options. But do you know what? Well done for getting it right. It's still not easy. It's still not easy. So let's move on to the third conditional. The third conditional. Um, and we use this for unreal past events or potential results of things that didn't happen. Um, the third conditional. We use this for unreal past events or things potential results of things that didn't happen. So you talk about something that didn't happen in the past and how it would be now if it had happened. So, if I had studied more, I probably would have passed the exam. If I had studied more, I probably would have passed the exam. And so we make it with an if and past perfect. If I had studied, then I probably would have passed the exam. Uh, would have and past participle. Would have passed the exam. If I had studied more, then I probably would have passed the exam. Um, if they hadn't eaten so much, they wouldn't have been sick. He wouldn't. He would have become a scientist if he had gone to university. If you had told me about the party, I would have come. So in all of these situations, I'm saying, if they hadn't eaten so much, they wouldn't have been sick, but they did eat too much and they got sick. So that can never change now. This is an impossible situation. They did that and that's what happened. And if they hadn't, it would have been different, but they did. Um, he would have become a, a scientist if he had gone to university, but he didn't go to university, so he didn't become a scientist. If you had told me about the party, I would have come. Um, but you didn't tell me about the party, so I didn't come. So these are um, very much impossible scenarios. So if you think of conditional two, conditional two is still possible, but conditional three is now impossible because we're talking about the past. So even though 
conditional two is very unlikely if I were president. What are the chances of me being president like next to zero, but not quite zero. There is a possible reality where it could happen. Whereas if I had become president in 2008, but 2008 has happened, so I can't become president. Um, Anna, uh, second conditions. If you had sent it earlier, I would have checked it faster, would be conditional three. Um, conditional two would be, let me think about this, this is hard. Um, if you sent it earlier, I, let me just double check that. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> it's hard to convert a sentence. Um, if I, da, 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 let's just look at our second conditional. If I, here are our second conditional. So if I had sent it, no, it becomes the third conditional then. So, because second conditional has to be something that hasn't happened. So if you sent it, I would check it. If you sent it, I would check it. Does that make sense? Good. Um, that's difficult though. That's a really hard question. Thank you, Anna, for blowing my mind a bit. Anyway, back to conditional three. If they hadn't eaten so much, they wouldn't have been sick. This is for results if the past had been different. Results if the past had been different. So, Lubna, you're asking, I didn't get the difference between conditional two and three. So three, you're talking about a past event. So if I had done this in 2008, this would be different. But it didn't happen because 2008 is done. There is no going back. Whereas conditional two is just a fantasy that could kind of still happen. If I were president, then I would do this. Do you see? I'm not, it's, not, it's not completely impossible, it's just unlikely. Whereas 2000, uh, with, the, with the conditional three, we're talking about things that have happened and therefore can never change. I hope that makes sense. Um, Anna, so third is when we do or didn't do something and because we can't change it, we have or haven't something. Exactly right, well done, Anna. Exactly right, well put, so. So the way I think we can make this easier is if I look at the same sentence in all four forms, the same sentence. So, if I work hard, I do well at school. Conditional zero. If I work hard, I do well at school. So this is like the conditional, as in conditional zero, as in it's just a rule. If I do this, then this happens. It could be when I'm five, it could be when I'm 50. If I work hard, I do well at school. This happens and then this happens at any point in time. Conditional one, if I work hard, I will do well at school. So this is something that is coming. This is something that is coming this year. If I work hard, I will do well this year. So it's something I'm planning, something that is actually coming. Conditional two, if I studied hard, I would do well at school. 
if I studied hard, I would do well at school. And this is saying, um, I'm not studying hard at the moment, but I could still study hard. And in my fantasy land, I, will st I do study hard. So if I studied hard, I would do well at school. Um, so that's sort of like saying, I'm not studying hard now, and I probably won't, but there's a small chance I might. Whereas conditional three, if I had studied hard, I would have done well at school. This means I'm probably not even in school anymore, and now I know the result is that I didn't do well. So conditional, I know that uh, Lubna finds conditional two and three very similar, and they are similar, but conditional two is more like an unlikely but possible event, whereas conditional three is in the past and therefore the result has already happened. So I can't change the result. Thank you, Boduk. Thank you, Andre, for two wonderful tips and a bit of support for the stream. Thank you. I've worked hard on this one, so I hope it's going well, but I really, really appreciate uh, the tip. So thank you very much. Um, so everyone, I'm just going to quiz you for three sentences uh, just to see if you understand the patterns of the conditionals. Um, um, so let me know if you've got any questions now in the chat and I will try and answer them as you answer these questions. But let's see if you can understand the pattern of how these sentences should sound. So if you hmm your, if you hmm vegetables, you will feel healthier. So this is conditional. Um, this is conditional one. Um, if you hmm vegetables, you will feel healthier. Um, conditional one, let's see if you get it right. Uh, Anna, is it meant in two, we can change our decision? Now I don't study hard, but tomorrow I will start, so I will receive something. So conditional two, you could still change it in that studying example. Um, if I studied hard, I would do well, but we use it really in scenarios where you're saying, but I don't. So if I did exercise, I would be fitter. But you're saying, I don't do exercise. This is a fantasy situation, but you could still do it. You could still do it. So you're absolutely correct, Anna. Um, what you're saying is correct. Um, but just to let you know, we really use it in scenarios where we're saying, but I don't. So if I studied hard, I would do well. Um, but they're saying, I don't study hard and I don't do well. But if I did, I would do well. If I was a millionaire, I would have a nice house. But I'm not a millionaire, so my house is okay. Um, but I could become a millionaire. Um, and it's sort of fantasy. Um, but also, where it's a bit difficult is because conditional two, you could also say, if I, if I were a dog, I would love playing outside. Um, but I'm not a dog and I never will be. So conditional two, it is also for impossible situations. It just depends on the context. Very good, everyone. Well done. If you eat vegetables, you will feel healthier. Um, if you eat vegetables, you will eat healthier. Very, very good. Next question. If hmm, uh, I hmm, taken the train to London, if I had raised the money to do so. Um, good. 
Please do let me know if you have any more questions in the chat about this, because I know this is hard. And please watch the stream again if you found you just need to see the explanation again. I will do a quick recap again at the end as well. So I, hmm, taken the train to London if I had raised the money. Most of you are getting this right as well. I would have taken the train to London if I had raised the money. Absolutely correct, well done. And finally, if I lived in Miami, I, hmm, so many warm clothes. If I lived in Miami, I, hmm, so many warm clothes. Uh, Nini Yapas, can you explain a little bit about mixed conditional conditionals? I'll do that in another stream. I'll do a separate stream about mixed conditionals um, because I don't want it to be too much information in one stream. But I will do another stream about mixed conditionals, don't worry. So, if I lived in Miami, I, hmm, so many warm clothes. Uh, if I lived in Miami, I wouldn't need so many warm clothes. Well done, everyone. Brilliant work. Excellent stuff. So just to recap, conditional one, zero conditional. If I press the on button, the TV turns on. We use this for facts or things that are usually true. Just in life, things that are true. Uh, let's look at conditional one, the first conditional. If she studies harder, she will pass the exam. If she studies harder, she will pass the exam. So these are results of specific upcoming events. So if this happens, this will happen. Um, so if uh, I'm talking about maybe my plans for next week or next year or whatever, this is sort of upcoming stuff. If I look, now let's go into the world of make-believe again. Let's look at the second conditional. If I were rich, I would eat out every day. If I were rich, I would eat out, eat out every day. But I'm not rich, and so I don't eat out every day. Uh, so this is how things would be in an unlikely or fantasy scenario. How things would be in an unlikely or fantasy scenario. And then finally, conditional three. Conditional three. Um, if I had studied more, I probably would have passed the exam. And we use conditional three in for talking about if the past had been different. Uh, so these are always impossible to change. Conditional two, it depends. Um, whereas this are things that we can no longer change because they have happened. So, thank you all for watching. That was a difficult stream, but you all did brilliantly. I'm very, very pleased with the work that you did. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching, and I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Until then, my friends, goodbye. See you soon. Bye-bye.